This is Quentin Blount, owner of the Blount Force and the current Flog Champion, and you're listening to the Flogcast Network. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Flogcast Network. Jay Ruff in the house today. Glorious Thursday morning, and it's been a while since we've been on, but of course, uh, we are back at it. Very busy last couple of days, but I am here with TC. For a TC Thursday kind of day, how's it going, TC? Mr. Rough, it is sounding rough on your mm, end. Mm, yeah, so I, I, you know, like, you know, like I said, it's been busy for myself. And yes, it has. It, so basketball has been starting or started, you know, this week. I there, There's a sixth grade basketball coach. He was quarantined. We all know how that, uh, you know, is going on with the COVID world right now, but he is quarantined, so I had to sub in for as a sixth grade coach. And yeah, it's sixth grade, you know. It should be relaxed. No, I, I I'm not like Marcus Terry. <laughs> I don't, I don't turn the switch off. I, I coach it, so you know my voice is uh, completely gone right now. Yeah, you better start whispering, buddy. Put the mic next to your mouth so you're not hurting that voice. Or you could drink some tea. No tea. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a tea guy. Get this man some tea. He needs um, some chamomile. He needs some Earl Grey with some honey and some lemon. Maybe a little apple cider vinegar like Mr. Oh, Blunt from the yeah. Blunt Voice likes to add to. It's delicious, dude. You'll change your mind. You're being old. You're 30 now, man. 30-year-olds drink tea. I'm not a tea guy. I don't think I will be. It's just a gross <laughs> feeling. But, hey, we got a lot to talk about, TC. Let's do it, we had a, We had a game last night uh, that happened during, like, a crap, like 3 o'clock or something. Uh, so I I caught the end of it, um, and then we have uh, we have a, a trade question that was sent our way. We will talk about that, and then we'll talk about the playoffs. The playoffs, playoffs. starting in the flog league this week. Finally, we completed. Oh, here we, go. we finally got done with week twelve. It took like you know, it took forever. Uh, it but took the like Ste- twelve weeks. Uh, man, it took, <laughs> oh, with the with the the Steelers and Ravens game, I tell you what, a game you know, I didn't we didn't think was going to happen, but it finally did. So let's go ahead and start with that. TC, you know, the the Baltimore Ravens going down to the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers, 19-14. It took a while for these two teams to get going offensively, but they did. And uh, as short-handed Ravens, uh, the, you know, of course, they were losing Lamar Jackson. Uh, I mean, they did not have him. They did not have Mark Andrews, uh, Mark Ingram, Dobbins. All those guys were gone, so they had to go with RG3. And uh, Gus Edwards... Uh, Gus Edwards didn't do much. He did see the end zone. He carried the ball nine times for only 10 yards. But RG3 led the team in carries uh, for yards, I mean, with seven carries, 68 yards. Uh, but didn't do a very good job throwing the ball. He had one interception, only threw the ball 12 times and for only 33 yards. So offensively, this is, was not a good week to remember for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, but heck, Hollywood Brown. Saw a touchdown. He saw the end zone. Uh, he had eight targets for four, cut half of them for 85 yards. Uh, that touchdown might have been a little lucky, if you ask me. I saw the highlights, but uh, uh, he did see the end zone, so good for him. Yeah, looking like their offense just wasn't doing much. Uh, there were three different receivers with catches, four receptions, three receptions, two receptions. It was definitely a run-first kind of day, and it's obvious that their team – was missing some key players. 
Oh, yeah, they were. They were. And, and, you know, it's kind of the same thing in the Steelers. I mean, the Steelers side, they they were missing James Conner. I think that may be offensively the main guy that they were missing. But they still had Big Ben. He threw the ball 51 times, uh, completed uh, 36 of those. And one touchdown, one interception. Benny Snell Jr. was the replacement for James Conner. He did majority of the carrying, 16 carries for 60 yards. So he did pretty well. Um, and then uh, Eric Ebron led the team in catches. Or I'm sorry, and not in catches, but in yards. And uh, he was targeted 11 times, caught it seven for 54 yards. Juju Smith-Schuster uh, saw the end zone, eight catches, 37 yards. But Deontay Johnson led the team in targets and, care, and catches for eight catches, 46 yards. So, uh, like I said, it took a while for these teams to get going. Um only one touchdown uh, thrown by Big Ben to Juju, like I said. But uh, offensively, they got it done, and they're still undefeated, TC. Yeah, I would say more defensively they got it done. Yes. And the offense just kind of limped in. And, you know, if, if this Steelers offense, if that's what they're doing, if they can't put up – and now, granted, the Baltimore Ravens, they have a pretty good defense. So this was more of a defensive battle. But you're going to need more from uh, – from that Steelers offense, if they expect to make that playoff push, exactly, exactly. Well, you know, you know it's kind of a wacky week. You know, Definitely they waited, is. they waited so long to get this game going. It was just a, you know, not in your rhythm kind of game. And the heck, it was a freaking uh, Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, Wednesday at three, goodness, or whatever time it was. But and of course, they did not have James Conner. Um, so, but heck, they got it done, eleven and zero, still undefeated, and I do believe they are going up against Washington football team next uh, next week. I think it's actually thinking four days on Monday. No, I think game. it's going to be pushed to Tuesday, or oh, is, is that it? the Ravens game? The Ravens game is Tuesday. Yeah, it's, it's, everything's getting moved and moved, but I do believe, as of right now, I still think it's on Monday for the Steelers. But I think you're right, Ravens um, on Tuesday. Yes, you have Tuesday against the Cowboys. So another Tuesday game, That's a, that should be fun. Um, let's move on to uh, – we had a question thrown our way, TC, uh, a trade question. Uh, with, uh, it actually was sent to us by Rob Coe. Um, he, I've been speaking with him, and we'll give a shout-out to him. He has, uh, he has his own podcast, and it's, it's from um, – Flame Entertainment, pretty awesome show if you had the time uh, to listen to that. Uh, not only does he talk about his Flame Entertainment sports, uh, not he doesn't just talk about sports. He brings other actors like yourself, TC. You should be, jump on this show. Uh, no, and dang. directors and stuff. So it's called Flame Entertainment and Sports. So take a listen to that podcast um, pretty, and also on YouTube. But he sent us a question. His dad has a team. And he was offered uh, Antonio Gibson and Taysom Hill for Justin Herbert and Jonathan Taylor. Now, he does have Lamar Jackson on the bench. um, And he does have Melvin Gordon as who he's trusting right now for his running back number one. So, and he's got uh, uh, Jordan Wilkins as running back too. So, I told him to go ahead and take it. Because, I mean, heck, TC is a perfect guy to ask. You own Antonio, Antonio Gibson. You love Antonio Gibson. And I think having him as your running back one is a perfect option. Yeah, right now he's uh, he's hitting a stride. He's in a sweet spot. 
he's playing well and he's playing exactly what uh, to the kind of caliber that you know Ron Rivera initially thought that he'd get to when they released Adrian Peterson. I'm taking this trade as well, Mr. Ruff. I'm not a big fan of uh, I'm not on the Jonathan Taylor train right now and I think he needs more time to develop. Um, Taysom Hill's been doing well enough. He's getting he got 24 points the first week, uh, 19 points the second week. He's at least he's doing it on the ground and he's but he's not doing it through the air. But because he has Lamar Jackson, I think he's safe at QB. Absolutely, and heck, if you look at his roster, uh, he sent he was he was nice enough to send us his roster. He's got Michael Thomas and Justin Jefferson as wide receivers, and Travis Kelsey as his tight end. So he said that his dad is five and seven right now. He's trying to get into the playoffs. So I really do believe that this is a great move for his team to get Antonio Gibson and maybe, uh, you know, depending on the Ravens situation and Lamar Jackson. I would, I think, you know, I would probably trust Lamar Jackson over Taysom Hill, but I mean, that, that could be up for grab discussion. Well, if you put Taysom Hill in right now, then you're going to have the stack with Michael Thomas and Taysom Hill. That is true. That is very true. I think, I think that that just puts the icing on the cake for this situation. Uh, We don't understand what is going to be going on for Lamar Jackson. Will he get to play uh, on the Ravens play on Tuesday? Will he be cleared for COVID? Um, that's up in the air for right now. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, you agree, TC. Take yes. the trade. Awesome. Take the trade. Great. Well, hey, Rob, thank you so much for shooting us that question. And again, try to jump on and listen to the Flame Entertainment and Sports. Great uh podcast and YouTube channel to look at, other than you know, the entertainment and in the sports as well. So all right, TC. Moving on to the next topic. We got our waiver wire pickups. Again, another funky week. Uh, normally, we talk about this on Tuesday, uh, but we are talking about it today as, you know, the waiver wire guys. Let's go ahead and start with the quarterbacks. Now, with the quarterbacks, um, yeah, we're like in our league, like I said, we're going through um, our, our playoffs. We are starting our playoffs. And at the top of the list, you got Trubisky, Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield, Drew Locke is coming back, and Phil Rivers are top five quarterbacks in our league. Uh, Trubisky, uh, he in the past he's been doing well against the Detroit Lions. I think uh, he started. They played the Lions before this year, and he did very well. And that was all all the way back to week one. He had three touchdowns for 242 yards, 27.2 fantasy points. So he did well. And in the past, in his history against the Detroit Lions, he's been well. So Kirk Cousins, he's been doing very well. What do you think about these uh, quarterbacks? Yeah. Um, like you said, Trubisky been playing well against Detroit. He's a great streaming option this week if you're having issues with quarterbacks. Um, we might have a few people um, that might want to pick him up. I know some people really just love to watch him play, and he's their favorite player, and they just might want to put him on his team <laughs> just to just to look at him and look and let him be shiny there on the bench. Uh, Kirk Cousins has been actually pretty doing doing pretty well um, since week nine. He's thrown three, six, nine, eleven touchdowns in four games. Like that's pretty impressive and. Um, you know, he's thrown three touchdowns in uh, five different outings and it's against Jacksonville. Now, Jacksonville isn't even they're not the greatest, but they're not the worst. They played a good game last week, um, but I, I trust Kirk Cousins this week. I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm going to pick him up and then start him like, you know, the next few weeks. But these these two guys are obvious streamer options. Um, Baker Mayfield, I don't trust him because of the inconsistencies. It's either like 
double digits or single digits. And I'm just not, I, I, I can't do that. And I don't think that in our league, there are um, many people who, there are many people who are going to need a QB that's Baker Mayfield caliber. So really after Trubisky and cousins, I don't see anybody else really even getting picked up. Uh, yeah, I would choose Kirk cousins. Because uh, he's been on the hot streak and he is going up against Jacksonville this week. Uh, he's only 28.7% uh, rostered in the ESPN league. So he's available in lots of leagues. So let's move on to the running backs. Now, with the running backs, uh, it, it's weird to see Frank Gore on top of our list. Uh, <laughs> he's still going that old. Guy. He was old when we were young. And oh, now we're my old gosh. And he's still old. Heck, he, he's had two weeks back to back over 10 points and a half PPR. I mean, heck, he ran the ball. 18 times for 74 yards that is not bad flex numbers if you're just relying on the guy to you know if you're a desperate need for somebody people won't throw tomatoes at you now if you put in frank or so definitely because you know in in how long can he last and we've been saying that for the last three years like can he (laughs) keep going and he does so you know what put that guy in your lineup if you need him um, or at least, yeah, at least you, pick him up. Least you'll get double digit points. I'm quite certain. You got Philip Lindsay, uh, Carlos Hyde. You got Booker, uh, Devontae Booker. Um, still question mark there with uh, Josh Jacobs. He is still questionable. He did not practice yesterday, TC. So that is big news. Uh, you know, he could be a guy that you can snag up and see just in case. If you are a Josh Jacobs owner, you probably snag him up. Won't be a bad idea there. Malcolm Brown and Tony Pollard, what do you think about these guys? Kind of slim um, pickings here. Yeah, really slim pickings. Um, I'm going to say Devontae's uh, kind of more high, high – he's more of the high upside kind of guy right now. Also – um the Raiders are going to play the Jets. And if they're going to continue with the load manage Josh Jacobs, then that means Booker is going to be the go-to guy. Go ahead and take a shot at him because he could end up being the the number one for this week against a weak New York Jets team. So it could work out really well for you because, uh, you know, week 10, he went 16 for 81 yards and two scores. Um, and So we know the guy can do it. Uh, it just depends on what the who's going to get the carries. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's move on to the wide receivers. TC Jarvis Landry had himself a week last week, uh, 24.3 fancy points in half PPR touchdown, 143 yards. He's in the top of the list. He has a very generous projection score with a 11.1. So he might be a go-to guy to get, um, in, in the wide receivers. You got KJ Hamler, Denzel Mims, Tim Patrick, Perriman, and don't forget about Kiki QT with Will Fuller doing na- uh, naughty things. He got suspended, so Kiki QT is available now. What do you think about these guys? Yeah, the only ones I'm really looking at, like you know, like you said, is Jarvis. His projection is pretty high. Um, I-, I wonder about how they'll do. You know, there's just inconsistency problems with the re- receiving core of the Browns. Um, when you have the best one-two running back combination. Um, in the NFL right now, then you, you obviously have a, a game script that dictates a ground first approach. Um, but that did help Jarvis Landry last week. So we could see the same production. I mean, if you have room and have room on the bench and you've got someone who's uh, projections like under seven points and they've been consistently under seven points, go up, pick Jarvis up for that person. Uh, when I look down, like you said, Kiki Kuti, he's he, he, he moved up to number two. Um, because Will mm-hmm. Fuller was tricked 
into PEDs is what he his statement kind of <laughs> indicated. He was tricked. He was bamboozled. He was Ooh. it was fraudulent. Um, so keep an eye on that. Also, somebody I really do like is Denzel Mims. He's a rookie. Um, if the Jets didn't just suck so terrible, I mean, I think what they need to do is they need to get a better coach. Mm. Um, I don't think that Sam Darnold is a bad player. I just think that he is just misguided. Uh, and I think that they're going to get the number one overall pick. What I would do is I would trade that pick for some other key players. Uh, but this guy, Denzel Mims, I think he's going to be a stud in the future. I don't think he's waiver uh, worthy right now. He might be a little bit higher than uh, Jameson Crowder and Rashad Perryman, but the Jets are just kind of a stay-away zone for me. So if you were in New York, you would trade away, pretty much trade away Trevor Lawrence for somebody else. I don't know if i trade him for somebody else. i try to get a whole bunch of somebody else's for him. Okay. It's just like, how, how, do you, how do you just, I mean, or you trade Sam Darnold. You trade Sam Darnold for something and then go get your – your QB, but I just think Sam Darnold's a good enough quarterback. He just has had been on a terrible team. And like we see this time and time again, terrible teams get a number one prospect and they ruin them because they just have crap management and they can't protect the guy. AKA right. Joe Burrow. Heck man, they got to do something. Just, they do. Know, Jets got, you know, a decision to make in the off season, see what they I do. can't believe Matt Patricia got fired before Adam Gase. That's what the real, <laughs> that's what yeah. the real, yeah. challenge here is like what the heck get, get kinda, it together that's kind of funky huh mm-hmm. all right let's move on to the tight ends tc evan ingram again had himself a week 129 yards still didn't see the end zone but 13.9 fantasy points and a half ppr uh he's the go-to guy on our list eric ebron like like we said uh earlier he was targeting the most um, on that team, or like the second most or top, he was targeted a lot. Uh, Eric Ebron, Mike Jusecki, Austin Hooper, Jordan Reed, uh, top guys, tight end. Yeah, uh, the the New England, uh, not New England, but the New York Giants have been they've been streaking. You know, they've been playing well. They're tied for first in their conference or their division, which is like uh, you know, right, a crap one. Uh, d- didn't they win this past week? Yeah, I think yeah, I believe so. yeah. I think they're so. tied with the with the Eagles for leading in, in their division. Like they're they're in the playoff picture in the mm. hunt. They've been playing well offensively and defensively. They've been sneakily good, and Evan Ingram's been helping. You know, the past three weeks. You know, week ten he didn't do the most against Philadelphia, but against Washington and against Cincinnati, Cincinnati especially, he had over a hundred yards. Like he was just catching bombs, man. And, you know, and but but the thing is now, though, with Daniel Jones having that little hamstring injury situation, we don't know. Eric Ebron, on the other hand, he's just been I don't know. I feel like he's been getting more and more each week and he'll drop down and he'll build back up again. But seven catches for 54 yards isn't a lot of production. You know, it only results in eight point nine half point PPR fantasy points for us. But, you know, there's there's really not a lot of tight ends to go to right now so if you're hurting for one one of these two guys are your options mm-hmm. all right so with the with the defense the green bay packers the raiders and the vikings are top on our list packers going up against philadelphia um and the raiders going up against the new york jets that should be a good one um uh to, to snag up the raiders and vikings with the jacksonville jaguars uh in the kickers uh, myers bass and bagley 
Chargers, Bills, and Seahawks. They're top three guys. Not bad to, to snatch any of those guys up if you're looking for a defense and kicker. All yeah, right? especially for streamers. Exactly. Exactly. All right, TC. Uh, I'm going to uh, re, you know relax my voice for one minute, and then I, we will get back to a very important flawed matchup review. The playoffs are beginning, and we will discuss that here after this message. Right, TC? Let's do it, Mr. Rob. All righty. Be right back. Riverside Rentals takes the term come connect very seriously. It is their goal to provide perfect atmosphere and experience so that a family can enjoy each other's company on the water. A group of friends can share a ton of laughs over a few beverages. A couple can spend some quiet us time together. Or the outdoorsy type can connect with self and mother nature. They provide canoeing, kayaking, rafting and lazy river tubing near chicago and indianapolis riverside rentals is located right on the beautiful tippecanoe river in winnemac indiana uh, the location means a easy trip drive from chicago indianapolis fort wayne south bend lafayette and nearby metro areas it is a life experience you want and they will provide the means connect with whatever and whomever you need at Riverside Rentals in Winnemac, Indiana. All righty, welcome back, TC. Playoffs for the flock beginning this week, uh, beginning today, I believe, right? Is that is there a Thursday game? I don't, I don't, think, I don't so. think there is, actually. I, my, my, I, was cor- I mean, I was incorrect there. Yep, no game. No because game we have a tonight. Monday and a Tuesday yep. game. They got rid of the okay, Thursday game. It starts this week, TC. Pretty exciting stuff now. There's two weeks. Two weeks is in, in, is in round one. So let's just go ahead and start with the winner's bracket, TC. C number one is Keegan Scott. He's got the number one seed. Okay. Yourself, you have seed number two. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Blount Force is right behind you. Seed number three. And then Scott Benzing Hill to the Chiefs. They are seed number four. So those are your top four. They are in the winner's bracket. Congratulations, boys. So one seed is going up against the four seed. So the Magic Skull Bus versus Hale to the Chiefs. This should be a good one. Two weeks of battles right here. Um, and so if, if you look at it, TC, um, this week it looks like a, a pretty good matchup for uh, Keegan's team. Just looking at his quarterbacks. Uh, he's got Russell Wilson going up against the New York Giants. But just overall right now, what do you think about this matchup right here? Yeah, this is as close as it will ever be. Keegan's had some misfortune in the um, the buy department and the the illegal use of PEDs department. Um, he's got Chris Godwin on buy. Julio Jones isn't feeling the greatest, so he's questionable, but he could be put in there. And then with no Will Fuller, that Will Fuller Sean Watson stack was huge for Keegan, especially last week. It's a good thing Keegan got that you know that big game out of him last week and when it didn't matter um but scotty still had doesn't have a defense or a kicker in yet um so i imagine that his projection is going to go and rise above what keegan's is but you know really the, the heart of scotty's team is 
the Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. If they ball out and they're playing Denver, a weak Denver team, um, so this this is going to be interesting. I tell you what. It definitely is. And if you look at next week, the Chiefs go up against Miami. Um, so it, with with Denver, I mean, they can I can really see this Chiefs team just go absolutely nutty. Um, you know, I, I it really it's hard to see. You know, it's not a lot, not a lot of weeks. And just looking at their schedule, um, not a lot of weeks does does uh, Scott Benzing have Patty Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey? All three of those guys not having a good game. Like I don't think there's been one week that that uh, at least one of them go off. So, I mean, and he's got two weeks for it right now. Right. I imagine. So he's got six players. If you count both weeks, three players at both weeks, I imagine there's going to be at least five go offs out of six go offs possible in these two weeks for those three players, you know? So I I imagine that they're really going to put some, some points on the board. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah, you know, looking at Scott's team, he's got Bridgewater, Mike Davis on a bye. Ronald Jones is also on a bye. Uh, but he's got uh, Chark Jr., you know, from coming. He was limited in practice yesterday from a rib injury. So that's still questionable there if he will be a full, you know, participant for going up against Minnesota. And also uh, DeAndre, uh, DeAndre uh, Swift. Uh, we'll see if he's a go. As of right now, it looks like I mean, he had concussion last week, but he was limited in practice. So I guess that's a good sign for Scotty. Uh, but as of right now, he, he looks like he's good to go. But we will see. Um, not a bad lineup for Scotty Benzing right now. No, and and it's crazy to look at his starting running backs now as compared to what they have been all year. He's got Damian Harris and DeAndre Swift. And, I mean, he, he did get – Mike Davis and had Mike Davis for like the whole season. And then also David Johnson is uh, slated to come back from IR. Now, Le'Veon Bell has just been a disappointment all year. He kept him and he won't drop him and he still holds on to him. I don't know why. It's not like he's going to do anything. (laughs) Well, it's probably like the same reason why I haven't dropped Fournette. I guess it's just as of right now, Fournette and Bell are just, you know, handcuffs. (laughs) <laughs> They're handcuffs, much. yeah. They're pretty they much. Are. And, you know, because if, if if Jones goes down or Clyde Edwards-Lair go down, then it's it's their show. So I think that's the reason why I haven't dropped Fournette. And it's kind of the same situation that Scotty's in. Yeah, and, and it's a little bit of the who they are and what they've, like, commanded in their past years of playing football. It's like they're they're, like, the best handcuff that you can have if you're going to have one. Yeah, yeah. And looking at uh, Keegan Scott's team, he's got a couple of guys banged up as well. Dalvin Cook being one of them, number one running back. Um, he got banged up a little bit, was limited in practice yesterday due to an ankle sprain. Uh, so, you know, not clear yet if he will be good to go 100%. But good thing for Keegan Scott, he does have Alexander Madison back up for Cook. So, you know, if, if Cook does go down, I'm sure he will put in Madison there. Um, and same thing with Julio Jones. He is still questionable. He was also limited in practice yesterday. Um, so we will see about his status. But other than that, James Robinson looks good as flex. Um, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Terry McLaurin's been playing well. Just, you know, overall scary team for Keegan. Something's weird here. Um 
It only has one listed flex when we look at the way that we're looking at it. Yeah, I'm looking at just their just their team right oh, okay. now. Okay, okay. Um, Keegan doesn't have a flex or. Yeah, something's weird with the app. I'm just looking at their team. I realized that. Yep, but, something's uh, weird with the app. <laughs> but, All right, that that explains it. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, I'm not seeing something here. <laughs> All right, yeah, but, this uh, helps. Yeah, yeah, I think this will be a good matchup. Um, and this is probably the best situation. Um, I don't like looking at Dalvin Cook's projection. Twenty, he's the highest projected player on Keegan's team. I don't think he'll get that. Not with the not that that injury. I think they're gonna like if they expect anything to happen. I mean, if there is a, a possibility for a playoff push, I think they're gonna like ease him out right now and like let him get some rest on that foot. So I imagine that there's not gonna be twenty four points scored. But I mean, that Cook. that is insane that his projection scores at twenty four, but it does make so much sense because the dude is averaging like twenty three point seven fantasy yeah. points. So, like, you think, like, wow, that's way too high, but you look at that and you'd be like, oh, my gosh, that makes sense. Well, that 47 (laughs) against Green Bay and then that 38 against Detroit in back-to-back weeks really helped him uh, push his average up. Okay. So, uh, TC, so I know, of course, you know, week one, this is, you know, week one of the the round, so you get two weeks. But doing your prediction right now, who do you think will win this series? and move on to the championship round in the flock. The series, oof, I think Egan's going to win. I think his team is too strong not to. Um, he's got the more consistent players. Um, he's he's had the lineup that's that – this lineup of his has been in like week to week to week, and they've continually performed well. Scotty's had to do the, uh, the, the hail to the chief shuffle, and he's had to put different players in week to week. And I think that Keegan just his his team is the strongest team we've seen in a long time. Yeah, I mean, if you do the eye test, Keegan definitely has the victory. If you do the eye test, but it really, man, it really depends on Scotty's team with the uh, with uh, the Chiefs players. If they go absolutely nuts like they did last week against me and and Tyree Kill scoring fifty one point four fantasy points and three touchdowns. Uh, you know, of course, that probably won't happen again. But heck, you know, Travis Keen, the next week it could be Travis Kelsey or Patty Mahomes going absolutely nuts. So yeah. it's really, really up to those three players. And then, of course, he gets a couple of guys stepping in here and there um, on his team, like Ridley or maybe Swift or uh, Naheem Himes or whoever he else has, has in there. Um I think, you know, it's going to be a good matchup, but I do believe that uh, Keegan will be, have a victory. Yeah, um, oh. Scott really needs Patrick Mahomes to only throw to Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Um, and that's the thing about the Chiefs offense is that they they honestly have, you know, multiple weapons. Nicole Hardman, uh, Sammy Watkins, Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, like they can all make a little splash and – and if if that happens, if it, the team goes to other avenues, then Scotty's going to be even definitely be in trouble. All right, TC, we're gonna wrap it up here on this on this matchup. But who are you rooting for? I'm rooting for Scott because I don't want to play Keegan. Okay, you're rooting for Scotty. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> I don't right. play against the Magic <laughs> Let's move on to the next matchup in the winners bracket. And TC, that is yourself. Going up against the defending champion in the Blount Force. Now, 
looking at just looking at Q's lineup. He doesn't have a tight end right in right now because of course Mark Andrews being out. Um, so we will see what he does picking up. He's a probably going to pick up. Uh, um, he's probably going to pick up Eric Ebron to get that stack. Eric, yeah, Eric Ebron, you know, wouldn't be a bad option or, you know, heck, Evan Ingram. But, yeah, I agree with that. You know, with the Ebron, Big Bang connection is not bad either. Um, so he's got Carson Winston there still. Um, <laughs> Trash. Yeah, I mean, with <laughs> with uh, Lamar Jackson. I'm sure you feel good about that seeing Winston in his lineup. Oh, my gosh. I, I do feel good about, you know, the, the, the bad things that are happening on Quentin's team with his – tight end and his start one of his starting quarterbacks you know being on the COVID IR but they're playing Tuesday so that'll be so it'll probably be some way for the NFL to get Lamar Jackson back in the game because you know how they love them like you know what's crazy to me was that they made Denver play even though Denver didn't have a quarterback they couldn't push the game back but Lord lo, lo and behold uh, Baltimore is getting like a million COVID positive tests and they're like, oh, we'll just keep pushing it back so that they can play. So, you know, the NFL is on their side. So I would imagine that, you know, Lamar is going to end up playing, but does Quentin take that gamble? Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Does he take that gamble and start Lamar Jackson and then one of his quarterbacks play both of his quarterbacks play? But then he won't be able to pick up another quarterback unless Lamar Jackson stays on the IR. So uh, I, yeah, I, you I, know, I don't think he's going to start him. Uh, well, we will see. It'd be interesting to see what he does. It, it definitely will be because you know, heck, I would rather 100 percent rather take Lamar Jackson over Wentz. But um, yeah, it's definitely in a sticky situation. So who are you scared about on his roster? Uh, Derrick Henry and DK Metcalf. Mm. Oh, well, you know what. Stephon Diggs is sneaky scary. He's been sneaky scary all week or all year. He's been playing fantastic. He's the number eight receiver. Um, he didn't have the greatest week last week, but I think he's going to bounce back. Um, but mostly Derrick Henry and uh, DK Metcalf. Although I am happy to see though that Cleveland just activated Miles Garrett off of the IR, so that can't help with the run defense uh, in in Browntown. So it, it could right. work out in All my right. favor. All right. So TC moving on to your team. Now you are eight and four um, and you being eight and four missing out McCaffrey majority of the season and also Michael Thomas. And even when Michael Thomas was in, he wasn't, you know, a hundred percent you being eight and four worth missing those guys. And heck you missed a lot of other guys as well. Uh, but Congratulations having eight and four record missing those guys. Thanks, That's man. awesome. If they um, played like last year, like you know, if they played last year, this year, like they did last year, my my record would be way better, and I think that I'd be top team right there with Keegan. So I am, you know, heck, I am definitely. I'm not just saying this because you're on the air with me, TC, but I am definitely rooting for you to win the whole thing. Because I don't want Scotty, I mean, I'm not Scotty, uh, T, uh, Q <laughs> to be the first one to repeat back to back championships. And I don't want Keegan to win because it's Keegan. You don't and want I, Keegan to ever win again. Yeah. And I don't want Scotty to win because he's, he's a commissioner. Still a <laughs> and yeah, he's, he's still, you know, he's still a rookie in our league. So I don't, <laughs> I don't want him to win. So I want you to win, TC. Freaking rookies. Um, and heck, if you win this year, I will be the only one in the original six to not win a championship. Yeah, man, I really need it. And I've been finishing 
in the top two, top three, like pretty consistently. There was one year where I finished uh, seventh or fifth out of sixth, and that's when I got Christian McCaffrey. So, you know, it did pay off for me, but I'm, I'm pushing for it hard this year. I really am. And I've just, you know, this whole deal with Michael Thomas and Christian McCaffrey being out for so long and then. It's just a real bummer. But you know what? I picked up some players that have been yeah. really good for me. Right. And, that's, and I'm happy about that. That's what I was going to say. You picked up David Montgomery, and people made fun of you about it. But he had over 100 yards, 22.8 fantasy points. And, heck, if you look at his uh, future schedule, Detroit, Houston, Minnesota, I mean, heck, that you know could look good for you. And, and you got Miles Gaskin returning, which could be good for you. So, right now, it's looking, you know, you know, promising than it has been. Yeah, he's been out since week eight. Like week eight was his yeah. last was his last game, and I'm ready to see him like burst through the seams and just score me some tutties. All right, so TC, I know you're gonna pick yourself um, your 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 prediction. Um, Rough, but... I'm gonna surprise you, but I'm gonna pick myself. Okay, shock. All right, so are you pretty confident, or you think you, you think it's gonna be close? I think this is going to be close, but I think I'm going to win um, because I think my skill players are going to uh, are going to be a little bit better than Quinton's. Also, I'm uh, I'm kind of in a relief mode because you know um, Antonio Gibson is playing against the Steelers defense now. Uh, from from uh, one of our reporters in the vlog, uh, uh, Coon Rappaport, he uh, mm-hmm. released a you know, information about Bud Dupree tearing an ACL and he's been huge on the Steelers defense. Um, so it's going to hurt him just a little bit. So I like chances, my chances for Antonio Gibson to have another monster game um, against the Steelers defense. And they're not going to be as awesome as they have been all year. Like they've been basically like Quentin the past two years, he's had like the best defense and it's the Steelers have been great this year. So I, I'm, expecting big game from Antonio Gibson and also I'm happy that the Ravens are just questionable Uh, I do believe it's going to be a good matchup between you and Q I think it's gonna be an exciting one close one but I do believe that you will end up winning uh yeah you do have McCaffrey on a bye this week but I do believe he's going to be returning back next week so um I think that will help as well and I think you know you will be in the championship um Cause heck, you finished third. What the last three years or something like that? Yeah, man, just too many times. <laughs> so it, it's it's definitely last de- year I should have won, but I I benched Drew Brees and I started Kirk Cousins and Drew oh, Brees boy. went off and oh boy, yeah, I I just messed up big time. So so once you get into the playoffs, you start your best players. Like that's something I will never go against. And I'm I got my best player. I got my best players in right now. So I'm expecting to win because I, I'm sticking with that. All righty. All right, Q. I mean, not Q, TC. <gasps> so we will uh, go, move on to the losers bracket. <laughs> the now, losers. The losers. Bracket. Now this is, you know, heck man, it, you know, even, you know, even if they are losers, it's still just as exciting because you don't want to get last place in the fall. No, that's no, something you that you do not want to do. No, so this don't. is the battle. And speaking of battles, I am the five seed. I am going up against the last place eight seed. And now this is the toilet bowl uh, rematch. 
from last year. Actually, the last two years. So, <laughs> me, so I am the the LeBron Kings myself going up against Jake McKinley, fresh Prince of Elair, um, who was three and ninety eight C. Now, uh, like I mentioned, the last two years we have met in the Toilet Bowl Championship. So he won the first year, and then I won and made him the Toilet Bowl Champion. So we're not meeting in the championship this year. So we're breaking that streak, but it will it will continue a streak for somebody to be going Three to straight. yeah to it'll be my fourth if I make. Oh my it. goodness! Yeah, so it's I very, think I you, you that would be awful, dude. I gotta say, be awful. It'd be awful. Um, but I am very confident with my team uh, compared to his team. I don't want to my own horn, but I think um, even even with uh, DJ Moore being on a bye, James Connor. On you know on the COVID list, um, I love my quarterback options and Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. Uh, Allen going up against San Francisco is still pretty tough, but heck, even Herbert going up against New England that is a tough defensive team. These two guys didn't do well for me last week, but I think they will bounce back. Both of them this week. Um, I love my quarterback options. Nick Chubb is doing maniac things. Even Kenyon Drake has been doing well, so I like I like that and. Uh, and one of my other guys, you know, uh, you know, with Devontae Parker, Justin Jefferson, hoping, you know, having them having good numbers. And with even with Elliott, hopefully, you know, he bounces back from that awful performance in, at, at uh, Thanksgiving. So I am confident with my team this week, and I think I will uh, bulldoze Jacob McKinley in the toilet bowl. Yeah, I, I like your options um, more than I like mixed skins. Um, his, his best players are Josh Jacobs, uh, AJ Brown, Brandon cooks now is the number one. So his wide receiver core got a little boost, but going to get up against, like when you match them going to get up against D hop and then Justin Jefferson has just been so good this year. Like what a pickup by Mr. Ruff. Mm, like, I gotta mm. say like you added him for $11. He's been worth every dollar. Yeah. So I commend you on that pickup. That's awesome. Um, I, I think this is going to be a close game, too. Um, you know who you got to really watch out for on Jake's team is Young Hui Ku, the kicker. He has scored more, <laughs> he scored more points than most uh, position, uh, skilled position players this year uh, since week six, since week eight, honestly, 12, 12, 13, 21. Like, dang, like, this guy's been balling out. Yeah, so man. that's who you really got to watch out for. I know kicker. the kicker that, is coming for you. That kicker, man. Heck, and Wayne Gallman. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, Wayne Gallman. He's been doing well for the Giants, man. He ran the ball twenty-four times, ninety-four yards, and a touchdown. So he's been doing good, uh, replacing Freeman and Barkley. Um, and we will see what he does with his quarterbacks. He does have Fitzpatrick there, but we will see what with Tua. Um, and what he does with Cam Newton and Tannehill, um, he might just leave it in at, leave it as it is. But I, you know, I see Smith, uh, Juno Smith, Johnny Smith, goodness, uh, having a bounce back game. I mean, heck, he didn't even get a, a catch at all against uh, Indianapolis. Big old uh, goose egg. Yeah, I know. But uh, I, you know, I don't want to my horn. I don't want to jinx myself. But I think I, I, I will be Jacob McKinley. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're going to win this one as well. Um, I think um, Skinley's going to – if he, I, I think he should start Ryan Tannehill and then Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think he should start the Ryans uh, over Cam Newton. Um, but 
I, I don't think that his team is good enough to beat your team right now. I think your team has much higher ceiling than his. Um, you just got better, just better players, I think, overall. So I yeah. think you're going to win this, Mr. Ruck. Especially in two weeks. Two yeah, weeks, a two-week matchup for you, certain. Yeah, you can beat anybody in one week, but, man, it's it, it, the points add up. And um, I think I, I'll just overall I'll snag them. Um, who do you want to win? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a tough like, one, man. Do like, you, want, you guys are do, both my friends. <laughs> do you want Jacob McKinley to be back, be the first guy ever in flog history that went back to back flog champions, or do you want myself to join uh, Connor Lundback in having two, you know, two flog? I mean, uh, toilet bowl championships. Like I'm quite certain someone's gonna have two like soon, and it, it, you know what? If it all goes bad, Coon could end up with three. You know. <laughs> Like, uh, heck. yeah, man. Like, honestly, it's anybody's game. Who's going to be the biggest turd? I don't know, man. This is tough. <laughs> and um, that, that leads us, yeah, that leads us into the next matchup the seven seed versus the six seed. Both teams, five and seven. The Coon Squad against the Terry's Terrorist. Um, heck, man, like you said, TC, Connor could possibly have three toilet bowl championships. Is Three that, time turn. That is awful. <laughs> That's that. Yeah, but you know what? Who who did he draft when he lost those two? He drafted Ezekiel Elliott and then Saquon Barkley. Like, it, so it obviously paid off for him. So I think he's got like this gleam in his eye where he's just like, you know what? Screw it. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna go down, I'm gonna go all the way down and get a good draft pick for next year because he's already got a bu- a bunch of draft picks. You know, he's he's got draft capital that, you know, you gave him for Ezekiel Elliott, and, and he'll be looking to draft a, a new running back next year. So you all are fighting basically for whoever gets the best first pick in the league next year. Screw um, screw draft picks. Screw them. <laughs> Man, I don't give a crap about that. I, I, don't give a I do of... not want to get last place again. That's good. That's so, good. But, hopefully, but I, think... I don't see Connor having that same mentality. I think, yeah. I, yeah. I think, I think he's like I think he's grinning right now. He's smiling with you know his eyes kind of closed, no teeth showing. <laughs> Doing that old smirking, back smile, yeah. You know, yeah. smirking, smirking, and and he's like, you know what? I I could go for another toilet bowl. Like, heck, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. You know, what what's two? Why not go three? You oh, know, no three, dude. It's just that's just <laughs> embarrassing. I think I think if. You get multiple toilet bowls. I think the, the your punishment has to be worse each time. I agree. You get if you get five, you got to get a tattoo. Here's the here's the thing with just looking at his roster right now. He's heading towards that direction. He's in he, shambles, man. He's got he's got Edmonds. <laughs> of course, the, the Buccaneers are on a bye, so he's got Tom Brady on a bye. But he's got Edmonds in AP um, as his running back. And he cut. He he waved. Uh, Montgomery, as we all know, so he doesn't yeah. have Montgomery, but he dropped him like a turd. He does have Eckler returning. Eckler had a great game coming back, so good for him. Eckler being, you know, being back, but um, heck, he man, also his, is his running put, backs. He's also going to put J.K. Dobbins in the lineup. Like it would, it, he'd be yeah. a fool not to. I would imagine. Yeah. So J.K. Dobbins and Austin Eckler are going to be his one and two. Uh, receivers, he's gonna have Thielen, Adam Thielen. Yeah, yeah, Thielen's back in with Cooper and Robinson. So his his wide receiver core has been good. He's got to go out and find the tight end. I imagine he's gonna pick. 
I think with him picking up Ingram, I think he's going to get another 10 points there. Um, so this could be a lot closer, does, a lot closer yeah. than we thought. But, I mean, who's he going to pick up at at quarterback, you know? He's got to buy He's got to buy right now. He's got to drop somebody. Um, he's probably going to drop John Brown. I mean, oh, he doesn't even need a tight end. He's got Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz is back in. He can just play him. That's what I was about to, yeah. So I, I, I think he's in yeah. a good position. He just needs to update his lineup so we can actually make – uh, you know, educated <laughs> projections on what's going to happen so we don't look like fools. Right. So moving on to Marcus's team. Now, he, like we've talked about in previous episodes, TC, um, he has not had good luck with injuries when it comes to Chris Carson, uh, Drew Brees, uh, Mark Ingram, Dak Prescott, <laughs> Joe Mixon, you know, all oh those guys, goodness. man. Uh, Kenny Galladay has been hurt. I mean, like he's – if he had all those guys in, it wouldn't be a bad team, and he still has finished five and seven. Um, that is better than what yeah, I because thought he would. You Marcus know. was the, Marcus is the king of upsets. He always has been. Like he's he'll have a super low projection yeah. and then just blow you out of the water. Like what the heck just happened? And also, I think Kenny Galladay is going to play because I don't know. I think he suddenly started feeling better once they fired Matt Patricia. Um, so we'll, we'll see about how that goes for him. Kenny Galladay will play. I think Todd Gurley will play. So even though he's going, Todd Gurley is going up against a, a good uh, Saints defense, our running defense. Um, I still, I think, I still think Todd Gurley will be in over that what he has right now in Brian Hill. Um, he has Brian Hill in his flex spot. Yeah. So. And uh, also Duke Johnson. He's got Duke Johnson in there still um, as his running back. So. Both of these guys haven't updated the rosters yet, but I do believe me. Heck, it's going to be tough to, you know, this will be a close matchup. Who do you got? Yeah, I think um, this this, this is going to be close. It's tough to say, really. Like, you know, um, this this week, I think Marcus would win this week. But I think overall, I think Kuhn's going to win. I think Kuhn's going to pile up points because he gets Brady and Gronk back next week. His team's going to be at full capacity. Eckler's back in action. Eckler's been playing great. So, and his his uh, wide receiver core is going to be up to full strength. Like, this will be, you know, this will be one of the first times we see Kuhn's team at, like, as strong as it can get, you know, without having Ezekiel Elliott playing like it was and then without having Barkley all year. You know, I think when Barkley went down, Kuhn kind of was just like, you know, that he was hit right in the nuts. And it was just mm-hmm. like, well, what do you do? And I don't, and I think that made it easier for him to accept defeat in the long run. Was Barkley going down? Right. So I, I think yeah, I think it will be. If I had to pick somebody right now, it will be Connor Lundback, uh defeating the Terry. But Marcus Terrorist. wants us to pick against um, him because, like I said, he's the upset king. And who knows? Marcus could even win the championship. Yeah, man. He could just play so well. He beats everybody. You know what can I say? I mean, but yeah, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. But hey, TC, it's gonna be a good one. Uh, these next four weeks, um, it's gonna be four weeks of battle, and you know, in the winners bracket and also the losers bracket, it's gonna be exciting. Always exciting in the fog uh, playoff to see who uh, will get that, who will get that, uh, that belt. And that trophy and that confidence going into next year, the bragging rights. Like I said, I do not want Keegan Scott to win because, you know, two time champion, I don't like that. And I don't like back to back two time defending champion and Keel. I don't like the sound of that. And commissioner, 
champion. I don't like that either. So I am definitely rooting for UTC ah, to win your very first championship. Man, I can't wait to hold the belt and put it around my waist and then like DDT somebody with it on my shoulder and knock their teeth out. So I'm happy. I'm gonna I think this is gonna be a good playoff run. I think it's gonna be me and uh the magic skull bus in the finals, and I think I'm gonna edge him out and I'm gonna walk away with the belt. I do believe, as of right now, you two have the best two teams. I agree. Um, again, heck, I'm not just saying that because it's it's <laughs> you guys are seed one, seed two, but um, <laughs> I, I do believe that it's it's going to be a battle between you, know, you if, two. If, if this all comes right. down to Russell Wilson beating me, then I shot myself in the foot and I deserve it. But uh, you I did. It, but you yeah. know what? I had to wheel and deal because I also need to make way for my future because I needed to get draft picks back, and I ended up ended up with like a pretty decent quarterback in Taysom Hill. So we'll see what happens though, Mr. Ruff. We'll see what happens, TC. Again, thank you so much for joining us today um, on a TC Thursday. Uh, we will see. We will not be on tomorrow. So hopefully if our schedules are good, we will be back on Monday. Again, bear with us if we are not. Uh, it's getting really busy uh, for myself anyways to, to jump on when I can. So, TC, do you have any last words or comments? No, like I keep saying, you know, like we love to see trade offers come our way so we can discuss them because we love to discuss outside leagues as much as uh, – okay, I won't say as much, almost as much as we love to discuss our own. But we just like to talk fantasy football. So uh, keep coming at us. If you don't have a trade deadline in your league, like make some moves. If you've got a playoff push ready, we can. And if you and if you if you have questions about who you need to target for your playoff push, if you can still make trades, talk to us. We will make good decisions and help you win that championship. Heck yeah, that and also if you you're having you know difficulty thinking about who to start. Send us send us a question there, um, and we will help you out as much as we can. So, TC, again, thank you so much. We'll we'll bring you back on next week, and everybody, thank you so much for jumping, you know, listening to us today. And you have listened to the Flawcast Network. Everybody, stay safe.